When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A, I reminded myself of when I loved basketball the most. Uh, And also just, there was like actual animosity. I'm going to start today's episode with a smile, but I want everyone to know that what you're seeing is a fake smile and tears in my eyes because I wasted so many hours of precious, beautiful, sunshiny time this weekend on what I can only describe is crap football, okay? Whether it was from the players, whether it was from the reps, whether it was from the fans, it was crap. Crap, crappity crap. And I live in Texas, so I was inevitably going to be surrounded by Cowboys fans at some point, which of course turned into a somewhat humorous yet crap fest. So all I want to say is I had a bad feeling that the Wild Card Weekend was going to go as it did, especially when we were given such a wonderfully exciting game last week in Raiders Chargers. And I was right. Anyways, that's all I have to say. Uh, The refs were awful. I don't think I've ever seen announcers saying awful things about the ref like they did this weekend. I've never seen a player condone fans throwing trash at refs. It was a bizarro world weekend, but it sort of played out exactly the way I think most of us thought it would. I mean, I don't think anyone thought the Cowboys were going to win, right? Right? No one did. On this podcast, off air, we all predicted the Niners, of course, because we're very smart. Okay. Most other people picked the Cowboys. (laughs) Really? Yeah. What part of Jerry Jones' existence is bad karma does no one understand? Until that's no longer a part of it, they will never win anything. I'm not even a witch. I just know that to be fact. (laughs) And like, I don't get it. Why are they still every year? Every year. They just called America's team like, you know, a few a generation ago. And then they, they just kept that. And then they've been riding that ever since. They've they can't win. I mean, they cannot win for a variety of reasons. Yeah, the funny like it's always. Did you different. notice during the broadcast they kept pointing out like <laughs> historical trends, bad trends with the Cowboys in the playoffs as Tony Romo was calling the game. Yeah, they just kept yeah. on doing it. Yes, yes. I kind of, but he's kind of a remarkable robot when it comes to all that. Like it's weird because you also had in the other game you had Troy Aikman. Um, basically saying we should be calling the Cowboys game, Uh which I would think in hindsight he would realize like, eh, nobody was better off than that, so you're fine. But it was funny because you have one former Cowboys quarterback who seems to be affected still by things like that, and the other one who's just a robot calling plays. A very expensive, highly paid (laughs) robot calling plays. (laughs) Anyways, I feel like I've wasted so many hours that could have been spent watching movies or going outside and like staring at the sun, and I didn't do that. And so I hope, I hope that the bad football is behind us as we move forward into January. Well, good news, Beetle, is even though uh, I fully disagree with you and being able to watch football wall to wall for three days straight was glorious. Like right as soon as we lost Saturdays, bam, Saturdays are back and it's one game at a time for like 72 straight hours. It was awesome. Yeah. No, it was not awesome. 
It was not awesome. It would have been awesome. But the thing is, and it like the problem awesome. is, as we're, yeah. as fans, I, and I speak for myself and probably at least six other sports fans in the world, we're so stupid that we cannot just leave. Like I can't just change the channel because there's this weird tiny little part of me that thinks, my God, what if this turns around and ends up being the most epic game in the history of mm -hmm. games? And so I sit there and then three hours later, mm -hmm. or if it was last night's game, 12 hours later, I've wasted just all of this time. My garage needs to be cleaned, people. Okay. It's not going to clean itself. And I could have done it this weekend and I did it. So anywho, that's it. I'm not wasting any more minutes on football. Anybody else have anything you want to add before we move on with this podcast? I just like to say, I thought Gabe, Gabe had a text yesterday that said that refs, <laughs> he liked the on the job training. And I agree. I think the only, the best way to learn something is to do it. And I'm proud of those refs for getting hey, out That's there, how we're doing this podcast. We're learning how to do yeah. a podcast while we do a podcast. That's fair. Pretty much. Sick internship, refs. Oh. You won't be seen again. That was the that was the last time a couple of those crews are going to be part of the playoffs. But hey, you know, you got some I know. Got some great reps. And it was Jerome's crew. I love when that guy gets on the mic. But they were so quick to say after that game like, yeah, you're not going to see from him again. It was almost ominous the way they like we're not going to see from him. Yeah. Again ever. Where did he go? Did he was kidnapped? I don't know. Yeah, I it was just it was just it was so much. There were times when refs looked genuinely confused as to what they were supposed to be doing. And I, I, for someone like me, who's not even like a super expert, I was so frustrated and annoyed. I mean, even last night's game, that second quarter, I believe was six and a half hours. A lot of people don't know. <laughs> six and a half. And there was the one where the rock was on and the rock's probably like, I didn't sign up for this. I signed up for 15 minutes. Not this. So you were, you were okay. watching Manning cast. See, that's fun. I only watch Manning Cast. Okay, well, so you, you got to watch The Rock hang out. What, what are you complaining about, Beetle? You got football just nonstop. The Rock's entertaining you. Look at the bright side. And by the way, this show did a great service to all the listeners just recently and said, you know, football's almost done. Why don't you watch all these terrific streaming shows? Great point. Great and, point. And if people got bored or hated mm. the refs, boom, they clicked on one of your draft picks. So, you know, That's we're helping point. America. Oh, look at you. You're so sunshiny. What a fun role for you. <laughs> it's weird. Anywho, I feel great. Let's <laughs> Fine, we're taking a break because I, I even I think I wasted so much time on football, I actually might have missed other things. We'll be right back. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, welcome back to uh, this latest and greatest edition of What Did I Miss? And honestly, guys, what else did I actually miss? You missed some real news this weekend, Beetle, because you were hate watching the NFL the entire, <laughs> entire time. Every minute since we've seen you last, the rest of the sports world keeps moving, including this will matter Jeez. to you. Kevin Durant okay. out four to six weeks with a sprained MCL. What are they going to do? They only have like nine Bummer. other superstars on that team. 
Yeah, but as a selfish person who only cares about myself and my needs, uh, I'm bummed because I was doing the Spurs game. Oh, I am doing the Spurs game this Friday, and they play Brooklyn here in San Antonio, and I was, you know, kind of looking forward to uh, to seeing all that. It's it's a it's a bit of a fun circus coming to town, and now I feel like we're getting ripped off a little bit. I think they'll be fine in the long run. I, look, I still don't understand that science experiment. I'm not sure it's going to work. It seems like it's supposed to, but just so much going on. But I I am bummed. I do enjoy watching Kevin Durant play, and four to six weeks. Right now, in this moment, feels like forever. Even though I think we all know it won't be. You it but won't be because you think it'll be longer or less. No, I think it, I think it, time flies. Like we're all we're all just we're rocket ships to our deaths. You know what? Like yeah, what every, time? every day I'm one step closer to the grave. And so I, I look at that. <laughs> Real existential. Yeah. Just a bunch of bones yeah, and meat suits. Killing time until we die. What the hell? And that's that why I right? think four to six weeks will fly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I just letting you guys into what happens in my brain 24 seven. Okay, go on. What else did I miss? Cry for help. Cry for help. You just every minute of the last two weeks. <laughs> where you felt it. You were moaning on text daily. <laughs> Get me out of here. And now you're like, what's four to six weeks? Who cares? Big deal. It'll be fine. Okay, but there's a difference between um, a super athlete with crazy body healing parts. Four to six weeks is 10 minutes to him. Me testing positive for 11 days in a row, that was hell. Hmm. That felt like 12 years. I started to think I was COVID for a second. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, it's, I guess that's I, I guess that's what I am. So yeah, I think four to six weeks, like it's already been like four days. Yeah. Did you know it's already been four days since they diagnosed it? No. Knock it down. We're at five to six weeks no. now. Four to five, whatever it is. <laughs> He'll be back. He'll be back. They'll be great. Now it's up to everyone else to sort of keep the ship afloat. Can can you but see you're the you're the person who knows the NBA best around here. Can you please explain to oh, me sure. how the hell that team is supposed to be cohesive since they never actually play together? And we know they're all <laughs> gonna try to play together when it matters in the playoffs. How can sure. they? Sure. They seem like well, a mess. not at home. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I, to me, the the Kyrie Irving thing, I don't even. I, I, the reasons are are what they are. I don't even care. To me, it's just the circus like vibe. To, uh, he only can show up on the road, and even then, it's some places he still can't go on the road. It's so bizarre to me, just the logistics of getting Kyrie Irving to these places. Like, I'm assuming I'll see him here on Friday, so I'm kind of excited to see that. But it's um. I've just never seen anything like it. I don't know that we'll ever see anything like this again in our lifetimes where a, with a star player, marquee player in the league, plays half the games and for, for a reason that's considered very bizarre by a lot of people. I, I don't know. It's entertaining and I'm just glad they're not my team. That's all. That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> and they're in the East. I feel it like the East, crazy. you know, who knows? Things happen out there. In this crazy East. Well, so, but what is this beef he picked with Giannis? Like, of all people, what the hell are you doing, Kyrie? Well, Giannis has the target on his back. You know, he's the number one guy. I think he's number one in fan voting um, right now. For is it? All, I think it's fan voting for All Star. He's just he's the guy. He's mm -hmm. the the latest and greatest. And I also think there's something about Giannis that maybe rubs people the wrong way. I, I, maybe it's because he's so happy and doesn't play by the same sort of too cool for school rules. Like he's, he's a big giant nerd who just happens to be fantastic at what he does. And maybe, I don't know, maybe some guys don't like that. Yeah. I would, but I'm a nicer person. You're on a rocket ship to death. What are you talking about? <laughs> we all are, dude. We all are sitting right now. Kyrie yeah. hates fun. <laughs> Kyrie, maybe Kyrie hates Greece. Maybe we start that narrative. He's anti-Greek. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you heard it here first. first. Uh, moving on. <laughs> 
All right, what else? There's no way I'm just Okay, we'll go to the next one. So Mike Mayock was fired as the Raiders GM after three years. Um, but I'm curious if you think they'll keep Rich Baseka or Basecha. I know, or Basacha. Basacha. Mi chiamo. That's such a – look, I like I love Mike's daughter, Lee. Worked with her many years ago. It's a weird move to a weird team in a weird season. Like it's – I'm not sure why that was where they decided to put the the focus on making some changes. And maybe that's just one of many changes to come. I don't know how you pinpoint what to do with the Raiders, to be honest. It was such a – a year that will never repeat itself, I would think. You wouldn't have a coach go out in such disgrace. You don't have criminal behavior on the part of one of your players. Like, it's just, it's a lot, right? Um, I kind of want the coach to stay. I don't, look, I don't know anything as far as what goes in that locker room, but it seems like they liked him. It seems like he rallied the troops, but that's only what we see. So who knows? I hope he keeps his job because that's cool. Well, they had a, they had a few players come yeah. out and make sort of public statements in pressers and stuff saying, like, he's our guy. He's got the I hope around. so. So I hope they keep him. I like I like the the arc, the narrative. Yeah, right? It's a good coming story. Coming after Gruden and get the job, yeah. He hand wrote letters to all the players. Did you see this? I mean, come on. Yeah. I love that. Like, thank you notes, highly underrated. Highly underrated. It's a, it's a lost art that should still be happening. He, my parents yeah, will be proud. I agree. <laughs> I think all everyone's parents. I feel like we have to keep this tradition I alive. Love it. <laughs> I know. I love thank you notes. I have I have thank you notes. I love doing that. No one gives me stuff anymore, so I never write any. But should we start writing thank you notes to guests? No, we should start. Maybe doing when that. we have a good guest. Great idea. We'll what? <laughs> Shit, you're right. Let's go back call, in time call, and call. write. We could write Paul Pierce's uh, thank you note on toilet paper. <gasps> yes <laughs> he'll like that he'll like that but that real like that real sturdy shitty yeah. uh pun intended toilet paper yeah the good stuff it can't be too soft no it can't it's got to be no, the stuff the that stuff. i hoarded during it's pandemic the bad yeah stuff. It's, it's the it's the crap that was left on the shelves when we yeah, all panicked yeah, no, it's the, it's the I've got some school, school um toilet paper stuff yes the, like the, yeah yes. it feels like cardboard Oof. almost yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Sandpaper. And somehow, yeah, anyways, I'm about to get gross. Go, moving on. I almost said something really disgusting. Um, okay, butts. Novak Djokovic uh, has been oh, deported God. from Australia because he stuck to his <laughs> guns, man, and uh, and would not, I, I don't know, basically they told him, your exemption is nonsense, your visa doesn't matter, please leave. And so he cannot compete for another Australian Open title. And I'm just curious, yep. like, if you think that he's going to become an American hero now to at least some people. Oh, God. Oh, oh, for sure. No, I've already seen um, certain members of society uh, attacking Australia. Uh, we'll never travel there. I, it's always the people that threaten not to travel that I would love to see their passports anyways. How many stamps are actually Facts. in there if you have a passport, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying? Um, I, look, it's not about free. This isn't a freedom thing. This is not your country. Like, I don't expect to travel anywhere and then just blatantly say, your rules are cute. They don't apply to me. I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to try to sneak around and circumvent all of it. Uh, and it's going to be a globally, disgustingly messy uh, news problem. Yeah, no, it's the best part is the French Open people have already come out and said, yeah, you're not coming here either if you don't do the, what you're supposed to do. So, yeah, he's going to become a martyr to some. That's the world we live in. The Bad behavior gets rewarded. But I personally, I'm happy to see it over with. I don't care if I ever see him play again. I've never been a fan. And I think I speak with Rafael Nadal when I say I'm just tired of hearing about it. Let's move on to some tennis. Mm -hmm. There's like great tennis about to be played. And this right. has taken up all of the time. 
unfortunately. I will say the best thing I saw, which I don't remember where I saw this quote tweet somewhere, but someone had said like, oh, like if they can do this to the world's best tennis player, think what they can do to you. And the person quote tweeted, Serena Williams is vaccinated. <laughs> you stupid. Which I love. Yeah, like that. And by the way, that's imagine what they can do to you. This is not an Anne Frank analogy, idiot. This is a guy who thought he was above the rules. That's not it's not the same thing unless you also think you're above the rules. And then, yeah, I guess we can wait and see what they do to you, too. But it's just it's irritating. I don't like people trying to be sneaky. Yeah. Also, by the way, these are the same people who are for years. All they've talked about is like these people are trying to sneak into our country without the right documentation. <laughs> like now they're like, Novak deserves to be in Australia. Okay. <laughs> like, I know. And by the way, I love that it's Australia. Of all the nations uh, in the world, Australia yeah. caught up in a scandal. Well, for That's like okay. real like tennis fans, them. I mean, it's relevant stuff because this guy was making a case for greatest of all time. Um, and, you know, missing, right. I don't know how many more chances he has, but missing a major win where he always wins, it feels like okay, like that's gonna that's gonna hurt the long term legacy, however much that matters to him. It's a very interesting time, and it'll be a weird little side note, I guess. It's same thing with Kyrie because he he also I think somebody asked him this weekend about if he's going to get vaccinated, and he's like, I've already made my decision on that, and I'm and I'm not changing my mind, and so. For whatever reason, Djokovic has decided he doesn't want to do it. It's his prerogative. But it is crazy how when you double down on this now, it's going to affect a long-term legacy. But it's like you made that decision and there are consequences for that decision. If you play stupid games, you will win stupid prizes. And some of them are deportation. Exactly. There are consequences. We've lost... We've all lost perspective on what consequences are. Mm-hmm. We think everything's unfair now. So what a time to be alive. But good luck, good luck, guys. We're on the train to death. <laughs> Speaking, oh, that's dark. Okay, We're going to write the ship now. <laughs> Speaking of consequences, uh, I think this was yesterday. Um, there was a little bit of a scuffle during the Bulls-Grizzlies game between John Morant and Tony Bradley. <laughs> but the best part is that, as I'm naming him, the team dad, yes. Stephen Adams, a Kiwi, literally just picked up Tony Bradley like a toddler and just removed him from the situation. I love, I love all, I think Steven Adams, we haven't talked about him enough in the last probably year or two. I miss, I miss having him as a regular part Mm. of my basketball days. Um, But yeah, two hot teams, teams killing it right now. Um, I love a good scuffle. And I just love when there's one dude in the whole mix that's just a little bit different. (laughs) And in this case, it's Steven Adams. I miss Steven Adams stories. We need more. how about no a few Stephen Adams did. stories, please? What? What? Uh, no, uh, I don't have the stories. I'm saying there was a time when we're doing like daily highlights and stuff like that, where right. I feel like Stephen Adams was more a part of the everyday. And I, I this is my first Stephen Adams story of the great season. Point. That's a bummer. I, uh, I don't know. I just like the way that NBA players fight now. I just think it's 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 so <laughs> stupid. Like. <laughs> Just it's fight, so guys. Just get it or kiss, whichever. <laughs> like, just get it over with. Kiss. Just do something. Kiev. Yeah. Both, both, it's, both. Yes. No, you're right, because I, I watched um, like an episode and a half again of The Last Dance randomly over the weekend. And A, I reminded myself of when I loved basketball the most. Uh, and also just there was like actual animosity and guys didn't like each other. And it was real obvious. And I just I sort of miss those days. 
I miss it. And I also was reminded of how Michael Jordan is and will always yeah, be the greatest of all that's time. That's a pretty clear reminder. I think the problem is, yeah. is just it used to be it's a zero-sum game. Like, there was only so much money out there for the taking, right? And now all these guys can all make a, millions of dollars endorsing God knows what. You know, there's going to be some new crypto every day of the week they can all, you know, sign on for. Yeah. Probably since we've been like, here. I So I yeah. don't think, I feel like a lot of the animosity back when we were kids was about, like, freaking McDonald's picked Larry. Like, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh you're right yeah. or like shoes shoes were like there were only so many were shoe deals yeah sprite deals that was it yeah like and now it's you're right it's it's uh and if you don't have it you just make yeah. your own company and then you do that it's a completely different world everybody's a mogul now and it wasn't like that back then which is fine i don't even care i just think that the passion was different like the priorities were different can i uh can i tell you something else i'm pretty take. certain you missed but was my favorite thing of the weekend uh maybe you didn't okay. miss it you're good at twitter uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who we should sure. get on this show. You know where I'm oh. going with this? My God, okay. do I so ever? For the listeners, Ryan Ryan Fitzpatrick, <laughs> do I ever? who is still technically an NFL quarterback. Latest team he played for was the Washington Football Team, but he was shirtless, true, in the stands in Buffalo to watch his one of his former teams beat the Patriots. Posted a picture of it. I've never heard of anything like this before in my life, and it makes me love Ryan Fitzpatrick even more, which I didn't more. know was possible. Is he the only person in the world who went to Harvard who we don't despise? Wow, good call. That's interesting. Like, it feels like he's the only one that seems relatable to me at this point. I like Natalie Portman. She went to Harvard. You just think she's hot, but I bet if you knew her, you'd hate her. That's <laughs> Obama? <laughs> So what were you saying about Ryan Fitzpatrick, Michelle? Oh, I th I just think that he is um, one of the Harvard humans on the planet that is extremely likable. Also, let's not forget, it wasn't just that he was shirtless. He was shirtless in like sub-zero wind chill factor temperatures mm -hmm. and- Single digit. Like single digit. And he, was, he brought his family. I guess there were several former Bills players, which kind of tells you a lot about sort of the community that is Bills Mafia. And- um, I had to triple confirm that that was him because the first time I saw it, I thought, no way. There is no way that's actually him. And sure enough, I was double and triple confirmed. And I've never loved any football player as much as I love Ryan Fitzpatrick today, ever. Mm, that glorious beard. My God. He's a unicorn. With, with a lot of people, I would be very suspicious that as soon as the picture was taken like six layers of shirts and jackets went back on, but not with mm -hmm. Ryan Fitzpatrick. No I think man. he stayed mm -hmm. committed to that the whole way through. Right. God, that's cool. I hope he doesn't have a cold today. Chaped, chafed nipples. Ew, God, weirdo. That's what I imagined. <laughs> what is wrong with you? It's windy and cold. Oh, he looked miserable. Miserable. Yeah, God bless yeah. the football fans. No way. Mm -mm. All right, what else? Uh, all right. We talked a little bit about this, but I think I would like you to go deeper because there's just so many headlines today. Um, on the Manning cast, our guy, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh, America's dad, he, in the background, had a dinosaur head. Um, he did. And he did. a lot of speculation today about whether or not that's real. And did he pay $30 million to have Stan the T-Rex's head in his living room or one of his living rooms yeah it's one what do you think so here's why i think we are in the situation we are in as a as a nation and as a world oh great people don't listen to a damn thing that other people say i watched the manning cast 
I sat there when they go, hey, is that a T-Rex head behind you? And then he starts to tell the story about how Stan was the one of the only completely intact, all pieces there, Tyrannosaurus Rex heads, skulls that's ever been found and exists in the world. And that that was a model that he named Stan of said head. He said it. He literally said it. And then sure enough, 20 minutes later, there are 97 think pieces. I wake up this morning, dude, was that a real $30 million head? It's so simple, guys. Just listen. Just listen. Maybe not be so fast to get on Twitter and say something snarky and stupid. Maybe just listen to the story the man told. No. A, I think we would have known if Dwayne The Rock Johnson owned one of the only and most valuable pieces of prehistoric archaeology digs. I think we would have known that, right? I also think we would have heard about anything else about The Rock and his dinosaur collection and, and, and what have you, but no. I, it's so disappointing when I'm watching the exact same broadcast that everyone else is, and I'm like, are these idiots really thinking that that was the real $30 million valued head? I can't. I can't with anyone anymore. <laughs> so yeah, it's like a $12,000 model, which is still crazy for normal people, sure. I don't have anything that's $12,000 that's a piece of art. <laughs> but it's, um, yeah, no, it's not real, you morons. He's not Nick Cage, okay? Nick Cage owns real stuff because he's a damn <laughs> national treasure. What's wrong, um, Gabe? I see what you did there. <laughs> I didn't catch all of that. So are you saying that you think he should donate his real dinosaur <laughs> head to the Museum of Natural History? Because it is real. Because <laughs> it is real. I'm telling you, that, real, real newspapers, like real newspapers had that today. Is this real? I'm like, oh. How else will you get the clicks? I know, but I just, Beats? it's so disappointing. If he hadn't said it in the broadcast 17 seconds later, I, it would have been one thing, but like he literally said it. And it's just such a reading and hearing comprehension is dead. Yeah, it wasn't dead, in the clip I, I saw on Twitter, so it didn't exist. Exactly. I want to read you a quote from Andy Reid, please. I oh, think I you're like going to relate okay. to this. All of us wow. can. Wow, it's beautiful. Poetry. <laughs> okay. um, he was asked if the Chiefs have championship hunger. Hunger. Ooh. It's one of those words we use. Uh, he said, quote, if you have a piece of chocolate cake and you see another <laughs> dangling in front of you, you're going to want it. That's how you feel about the Super Bowl. It is the ultimate chocolate cake. God damn it, Andy Reid. I love you so much. Is every word of that true? It's so on brand. What I like about it is that we know now that he's a chocolate cake. He's a sweet tooth guy. So we learned that. Um, I think for all of us, it would be different. Mine would be like chips and guac. If I knew I had all the chips and guac and then there was more chips and guac, I'd be like, oh my God, I want more. But it's just so... I think on brand for what we all want Andy Reid to be in our minds, like our cool dad slash uncle slash grandpa. And I love him for saying it. I have one sort of quibble. Can I, can I ask? Oh, what, no. Cavities. What, you see another dangling in front of you. Where, who <laughs> oh, dangles? <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's a great point. It's a great point. You don't dangle cake unless it's like in a, yeah, no, you cannot dangle cake. But that's, that's not the point. We can't say carrot. Nobody cares about dangling a carrot. You can have it. Nobody wants a carrot. He's just, right. Chocolate there, cake. There are delicious items of food that could dangle in front like of you. Like a fajita. <laughs> <laughs> a fajita. Like a hamburger. Look, he's just, we just now know that Andy Reid loves chocolate cake. That's all that was. That he loves chocolate cake. That's his go-to snack. I love him for it. Why? What would you uh, need dangled in front of well, you to be tempted to keep going? 
Uh, Besides cash. Chocolate cake's up there, and I would say probably like some Ben and Jerry's pint of ice cream, which you could easily dangle with like a fish Definitely dangle that. That's more dangleable. That's Um, not bad. Yeah. I'm getting real into ice cream these days. (laughs) Better hurry. Congrats. So much time. Love that for you. (laughs) What a nice journey. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Paige. Uh, Well, uh, we'll end with a different coach and just a real about face from this nice conversation. Um, Mike Tomlin was asked uh, on the NBC broadcast what his final message to his team would be. And he said, quote, don't blink. If you're a blinker, cut your eyelids off. Who's not a blinker? (laughs) Who's not a blink? We're all blinkers, bro. It's science. (laughs) Not me. Blinkies for losers. Although if you blink too much or not enough, you're a serial killer. There's like a fine line between the blinkings. But okay. Um, Yeah, that is a that's a departure from the chocolate cake. I think I prefer the (laughs) chocolate cake analogy (laughs) versus cutting off my eyelids. But that's that's just me. Uh, Tomlin, you're a little intense, bro. It's a little too intense for me. Well, turns out they blinked. They blinked hard. So their season's well, over. We knew they were going to blink. They only That's all they could do was blink. Of course. Just hurry up and yeah. blink so I can get over this crappy weekend of football. Thank you. Cut your eyelids off. I want to bring up uh, a masterful... Um, oh, God, Beetle. That's weird. Well, I was trying to figure out like how, how long before that would actually be an issue. Because there is that disease where you can't blink and close your eyes. I think it's what? related to the thyroid. Eh, don't get me started. It's all these prescription drug commercials I watch all day. But anyways... <laughs> What are you talking about? What the hell are you? What? No, they're on TV all day, like ID channel. Is it a side effect or a cure? What do you? No, there's it's a cure. It's a cure to something where like people cannot close their eyes completely to like they won't shut. Oh, like when they sleep at night and they dry out. Okay, imagine how awful that would be. Awful. I don't like I'm that. not sure how we got here. What were you going to say before we take a break? I just wanted to point out uh, our buddy Joe Thomas had, he did something beautiful that I think is becoming a new trend and one, one I want to recommend oh. for you on Twitter, which oh. is intentionally like saying something so stupid that you know it's going to bring the trolls running and you oh. already can predict the things they're going to say back to you just so that you can then like smack them around some more. So he said, congratulations, Pittsburgh Steelers on your participation trophy. But Joe famously played for the Browns who have never even had the participation trophy. And so they just came swarming and he was ready for every single insult. He just smacked them around all all day. And this, I think, is a new thing. You you know what? That's a hobby. It's a hobby. I think Beatles actually in a better position than Joe for that, just no. simply being a woman on the internet. Yeah, that's fair. And and there have been things written and said about me that have not been true, but for some reason have stuck to me over the years. So it doesn't mm. matter what I say. It's inevitable that some mm. mouth breather is going to. But I actually stopped reading comments like a while ago, and so now they just scream into the abyss by themselves how they'll die as well, which sad. is sad for them. I guess. Let's start new rumors about you. Okay. Maybe next show. Okay. Okay. All right. We're taking a break. We're taking a break because we're doing something new. (gasps) I got really excited. All right. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, you're about to meet some stars. Welcome back. You're seeing a lot of faces and it's not a mistake. We are bringing to you a brand new segment that we call Q and All. And I will be pronouncing it very clearly every time because... 
It's close. And it will be introducing a gentleman by the name of Quincy, a.k.a. Q. Q, why don't you introduce everyone and tell us exactly what's about to happen? What's going on, everybody? So recently, <laughs> we set up a voicemail and text message line so you can give all of your questions to Beetle. And today, we want to check some out. So joining us, we also have our good friends and producers, Kara... <laughs> Not, I said it right, Kara. <laughs> and then we have other producer and editor Jerome with us yep. today. So say hi, say hi, guys. Hello. Hello, hello. Love it. Yes. Love it. And let's dive right into some not too juicy. The fans weren't too crazy, or at least we didn't get oh, all good. of the crazy ones just yet. Maybe you never know. We're warming but, up, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. So this is uh the first one we have. Do you think Lewis is coming back to Mercedes? Will Max repeat, and are you ready for the new season of F1 <laughs> on Netflix? Obviously, we know the answer to that. Yes, yes, and yes. Um, I think Lewis is doing a very Lewis Hamilton thing where he's sort of making it very dramatic. Will he, won't he, is he done, is he coming back? I think he's coming back. I don't think a guy like Lewis Hamilton, who's been a champion so many times, is going to leave on a bad note. Does It doesn't feel right. But I do think Verstappen is is the new guy, and I think he's going to do that a bunch of times. Right, Gabe? Aha! Surprise for you, Beetle. <laughs> you tried, but you know what? Being in quarantine for two weeks has meant I reached the bottom oh, yeah. of Netflix, which means I am watching Drive to Survive or whatever the hell this thing's yes! called. I'm three episodes in. You're and? right. I'm a Ricardo guy. Uh, I'm I'm digging the Spaniards as well. Signs yep. reminds me a lot of a lot of the Spanish dudes I remember. I'm in, man. Great I'm hair. all the way in. See? By the way, that's not the bottom of yeah, Netflix. It is. It's like literally arguably yeah, top say, tier. It's, it's the bottom for game. At that point. Yeah, yeah, it's not the bottom. It's one of the <laughs> highest rated shows they've ever had. <laughs> Anywho. Um, we will include that in our next TV draft, but I don't... Oh, fair. I was, I, looking, I was trying to look it up. I think it comes up at the... Comes up. Comes out at the end of February that or makes March. Sense. That makes sense because we're like two months away from the start of the next season or some, something like that. I can't remember. How soon until crossed. Gabe is in a racing chair on the show? Oh, that's a great call. We could over-under that and put some money on it. Yeah. Six I'm weeks. into it. Yeah. I'll, I'll be caught up by the time we season Told four you, starts, Beetle. I was dead wrong. Of course mm -hmm. you were. We knew that. Next. All right. Or is there a next? There is a next. That was easy. Okay. Okay. Question number two. We are going back to football. Uh, oh, Beetle, which controversial play involving the NFL referees do you find to be the worst? <laughs> the whistle before the touchdown in the Bengals versus Raiders or the last play from scrimmage in the 49ers-Cowboys game? And why do you feel that way? Uh, the second one um, where the ref was – I mean, look, it was <laughs> – it wasn't going to matter at the end of the day. Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you the Cowboys would have won had that gentleman not been just in the exact wrong place at the worst time possible. But it just had such bad optics on for a game to end that way with the guy sort of scrambling to get in position. The ball was – it just was ugly, and it was just sort of the story of what the Cowboys are. Um, I know they want to cling to that as if that was the difference maker, but it wasn't. They're just a they're a team with bad karma, and until the karma's gone, they're never going to win anything, ever. So, Kara, <laughs> as our resident Cowboys fan, are you okay? No. <laughs> Why not did we ask this question? Not, not at all. <laughs> because Sorry. she needs to just Sorry. face it. You know, just rip that bandaid off. Uh, no, we despite that last uh, play call, the ref being 40 yards down the field, I will 100% admit we did not deserve to win that game. And you know what? They were great at getting my hopes up 
again, and uh, it just Sucker. <laughs> it'll backfire until the day I die. It's fine. Which is coming soon. Because <laughs> we're all dying. Uh, by the way, like what? <laughs> That's totally fine. Well, y'all are just a bunch of Charlie Browns too. It cracks me up every year. Like this is it. This is the year. Let's give this guy forty million dollars. No. It's going to be the year. No, I'm not, it's, it's I'm not, not that fan. It's a slow march to death. It's not like we're not. We're it's not a painful. For some, Jerome. It's a painful. It's a painful on. slow bleed every year. I'm sorry. You know what? The good news is. Well, I won't say it right now. That's bad karma for me. Next. <laughs> no, the good news is she's not a Lions fan like I am. Okay, that's worse. fair. That right. is Yeah, but at least I like rooting for the Lions. Like, that's a feel-good team. Touché. You want them to Touché. succeed. Yeah. Sorry, Kara. <sighs> All right, I got next question. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's not my question. Um, I recall you saying that you were back in on fantasy football this season. How is that playing out for you currently? <laughs> That seems like a sarcastic question because everyone knows it's over. Uh, I did okay, but um, what was my overall record? I think I was a game below 500, which kind of bummed me out because there were uh, it's split up into divisions, the league I was in, and other people in the other side with the same record were allowed to go forward into the playoffs, and I was not, and I was the only woman, and so, of course, it was sexist, and I'm sticking to that. <laughs> what was the name of your team? I hate that for you. Uh, Matthew Berry's number one. Yeah, with a picture of Matthew Berry. Matthew Berry has nothing to do Shout with the out. league I'm in. But I'm in a league with a bunch of people here in San Antonio who for some reason think I have some sort of inside scoop because of my previous life, and I don't. And so I did it that way so that they would think that I was getting all of my information from Matthew Berry, and it was pissing them all off. <laughs> but I, you know what? I will say this. I did it every week. I never stopped. And that right there is an accomplishment for me. I've never finished a season in fantasy football. So Commitment. At any point, <laughs> at any point, win. did you text Matthew to try to get any tips? Oh, I did. I know I did. And I told him <laughs> what my team name was. Um, but I even told him, like, why? Because I guess when these guys ask me to be in it, they're like, that's not fair. She's just going to ask Matthew Barry. And I'm like, even if I do ask Matthew Barry, I don't know if you guys know this, but it's not like he has all the answers either. Okay? It's but not also, like, he, he posts them. Like, yeah. his entire... Yeah. He's Job got shows and stuff. to share his takes. <laughs> yeah, They're just no. available on the internet. That's what I said. It's not like he's doing one take on TV and then secret takes for like Correct. friends. Like that's not, that's not how it works. Yeah. Thank but you, it was Matthew fun. Berry. For yeah. Thank it. you, Matthew Berry. Love you. Mean it. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man. Well, shout out to that guest. Um, all right. The next, <laughs> the next question we have is thoughts on Jalen Hurts pinning a letter to the worst <laughs> owner in professional sports in the NFC East rival Dan Schneider also how pathetic is the front office of the Washington <laughs> FT also then they're deflecting the stadium collapse with their new name teaser the owners should have just pulled the plug on Schneider when they had the chance Beatles? wow that's a long wow one. that was passion that passion came through um, first of all, I love anybody penning a strongly worded letter to anyone. It's, I live for it. It's better than a thank you note. Um, it, it's even better when it's a quarterback of another team. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I think we all can agree that Dan Snyder, again, much like the Cowboy situation, that's bad karma. That guy's bad karma. He's just a cloud of crap karma. And as long as that exists, nothing good will ever happen. I think it's all you have to see is that your, your stadium collapsed. Like, literally, we watched it happen. It doesn't get worse than that. But I also love that letters are being written. And is it is the new team name Commanders? Or was that like a leak that wasn't supposed to be? Have we decided that? We'll I know it's not until February. I know, yeah. By the way, <laughs> newsflash, Washington football team. No one cares that much. We don't need a one-month teaser. Okay? 
nobody well, they cares. They need to deflect <laughs> attention. So they were I'm, trying to. All you had to do you was know? ask those seven people that landed on the ground, are you okay? Here's some merch. Sorry, our bad. But it was like they didn't want to do that because from all accounts, nobody would even ask them if they were okay. That's not right. That's just a bad culture. I love the passion though. I don't know who wrote that, but man, that person's feeling I just, themselves. I right just, here. having heard that question or what if I don't know if there was even a question in that? It might statement. be from Matthew Barry. By <laughs> it way. could be. Like he's a big <laughs> well, Washington fan. That's a good um, call. I just call. wonder. My the segment is called Q and All, not Q and I. Yeah. So just no. <laughs> just the conspiracies. We like them, but just Q and All. I love them. Okay, go crazy, everybody. Don't get me started on if we've been to the moon or not. You know how I feel about that. I've been saying that. <laughs> what else? Or Marcellus Wiley, who never believed in dinosaurs. It's all there. It's all there. What else we got? Okay. Beetle, what are your thoughts on Joe Burrow and what he's done this season? This person says, in his eyes, he looks like the MVP. Wow. In his eyes. Uh, well, he had some sweet-ass Cartier glasses on the other day. I'm rocking those. Um, I like the, sw I like the swag. I like the confidence with which he conducts himself. MVP is tough, but I look anytime it's anybody not named Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, and we can have that discussion and it's actually a discussion. I'm all for it. And I think he's as a person without a team in any of this, I, I find myself hoping that they go far. And, and I'm sure he plays a huge part in that because I think it's just been fun to watch. Like he's cocky, but in a good way, I'm all in. MVP, I don't know. That stuff's that stuff's rigged. It's all political. I'm just gonna go conspiracy. Man, we're really going all right. deep. <laughs> conspiracies today. It's all conspiracy. Conspiracies are in full force today. Oh, it's can full. I ask a question? What you game? guys are all like much cooler than me. Did you That's all true. instantly know those sunglasses were like super cool and expensive? Because I looked at them and I thought, like, why is he wearing like the freebie glasses my kids get at a birthday party? I thought they were like the mid 2000s glasses that everybody wore with like the ombre kind of <laughs> it's immediate. All right, I what thought. I'm looking at right now, before I make fun of everyone, does anybody want to defend themselves? I'm standing by what I said. <laughs> defend themselves? Yeah, because I'm about to blast this lack of fashionista group right now. Like, <laughs> what, we look great. Oh, I, I thought he looked, I, I thought as soon as he, like the tunnel, sometimes, you know, when you like are watching a game and there's a tunnel walk photo and you're like, mm. the game's over. Mm -hmm. I know what's happening mm -hmm. here. Yeah. That's how I felt about watching. That's confidence. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a thing that you just either have. It's it. I believe the kids call it. It's it. He has it. So you're saying these And yes, glasses, you can tell they're expensive glasses. How? They look like crap. Because they look like expensive glasses. It's the same way that like, There'll be a bag, for example. You carry a bag that's like a $5,000 bag. But you, Gabe, probably thought it was a Michael Kors bag I got at, on TJ Maxx, which is fine. I have some of those. Well, not that one specifically. but Future yeah, sponsor I, TJ it's Maxx, just, for the record. Like, oh, yeah. uh, TJ Maxx, I'll do anything you want for free. Anything. <laughs> Nudity involved. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> I don't have to sell clothes yeah, at that point. Um, real Maxinista yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, that's actually could be the whole ad campaign. You're like, I feel naked without my Max, and then you're like, oh, look at all these clothes. Okay, why do we lose Q? He's gone. This is his segment. He warned us. He warned <laughs> us. He is God. So, like, it's, it's not since the early his days of Pierce have we had someone just drop off a call. God, he's, is he mad at us? He's just mad at he us. Said, he said, "I'm done with this. Uh, no. Goodbye." Right. Because he knew those glasses were expensive, and he's embarrassed. Now we're just left with and all. And all. We only have and all. 
Well, the last one was um, supposed to be for Quincy, was... but maybe Jerome should I, take it. Sure. I'll... <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, Jerome, go. Hey, Beetle. Have you hey, played bud. Wordle? Uh, what's your average <laughs> and which athlete do you think is the best average. at it? Okay, I have played it, although I'm still trying to f- kind of figure it out. Like I had to Google how to play it and where do I go and yada, yada. It's very confusing at first. Um, I've only done like maybe five and I've gotten four of those. I don't know if that's a, like a thing. I know people have been playing it for a while. As far as athletes, I feel like there's a, some secret athlete out there that's like kind of nerdy that we don't know about that like loves reading word of the days and, and all of that stuff. I just don't know who it is. Because they have to be intelligent and they have to be I think I think we've already time. talked about him. Have to be into it. Who is that? I think we've already talked about him. Joe Ryan Burrow? Fitzpatrick. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick. Probably, Ryan Fitzpatrick is, is a low-key all-star Wordle, Wordle player. Wordle. I love when trends like this happen, by the way. It's just such a, it's such a uniting Wordle. moment. It's just funny because all you need are five and six letter words. Like how hard? I just write fancy every single time word? at the top. It's fancy, fancy? or panty. Okay. Yeah, fancy or panty. That is and not, it, that's not a good first word. What's your first oh, word? Oh, what's your first word? A is in everything. Yeah, Y is in A's. You'd be surprised. Tears. Okay. E-A-R-S. Those are very common letters. says a lot about you though. I'm the same way. I went with you guys uh, are patio because I'm like, extremely just knock out a bunch patio. of knock out a bunch of vowels a i o yeah exactly oh my god I'm stealing that that's how tomorrow you start you find out what your vowels are but fancy is awful no fan- you know what you're off the page how about that <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving too actually no patio is brilliant fancy sunglasses like Cartier sunglasses three vowels though oh I just stole patio thanks sir thank you sir damn we lost Quincy you guys I le- I really liked working with Quincy but best of luck to him and whatever he does next I guess like. <laughs> He's, he's right. not even in the waiting room. He's just gone. All right. So then I guess we wrap it up. I like this, by the way. Q and all. Yeah. I think it's fun. And I'd like to do this We're going to keep doing this. But do we, we do need, need more, more questions. voicemails and texts. Oh, we do. Okay. So we do want more voicemails and texts. Um, it's 631-397-0403. Um, and you can just basically leave any kind of message that you want, right? Basically, oh God. can yeah. I can well, I ask uh, this team for something though? Since we're talking about Wordle and we're talking about the uh, the Wordle. number, I think we probably need to figure out a word we can spell out of those numbers so it's a little bit more memorable. Because oh I can't God. I okay, can't possibly keep track of that crazy number. I will say I tried to do this oh, last week with no really? success. So I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Put into the group. All right. Okay. It's, if we can make fancy work somehow. Yeah. I feel like Jerome's <laughs> going to beat us to this. You know what? I'll do it. I'll write it down. Just give me about six minutes. I'll get it. All right. Beatles it's on like the clock. It's like 6313TJ Maxx. And- <laughs> oh, my God. I hope so. And you know what? We'll even accept home goods. We will accept home mm-hmm. goods on that. Not a problem. Yeah. They're one in the same. The TJ Maxx family. All right. I like doing this. Um, wow. We somehow turned a crap weekend of football into some fun. Well done, guys. That's going to do it for us. we got Josh Wolf coming up on the next episode of What Did I Miss?